Everybody, it is the season finale of season one for Ballpark Beef, and we are back to bring you a little more beef for our last episode of the season. Woo! Jimmy, Nick, how we doing? Doing good, man. A little uh, bittersweet this episode, of course, but excited to give you guys a good one. Yeah, man. Season one's finally coming. Just, uh, Just getting excited for season two, you know? It'll be here before you know it. Yeah, exactly. Season two is going to bring on a bunch more stuff. Um, A lot of more exciting things. Uh, But we'll, you know, you have to follow. Yeah, a lot of more. Listen, (laughs) English isn't my first language. When are we doing t-shirts, man? Uh, We got to do the t-shirts, man. That's definitely a season two thing. Um, I also want to, like, kind of broaden our horizon with social media. I think we need to get more out there. Definitely TikTok's coming to you guys. But uh, yeah, season two is going to bring a lot of new stuff. This is like our trial run season one. I think we did a pretty good job, but season two is going to be very exciting, I I would say. Stay tuned. But before we jump into baseball, we got a little fantasy football corner we got to take care of. (laughs) Little update for the week. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, King Henry the 22nd, we've we've been dethroned at the top of the fantasy football league. So lost, uh, lost last week. We're in second place with the most points in the league. Um, behind none other than John over there, but yeah, kind of a sad week. Did you have a two-week run? Was it a two-week run or a one-week run of first place? Yeah, you know, whatever it is, neither here <laughs> nor there. Um, you know, this week we're gonna get the easy dub, and uh, you know, retake sole possession of first. Yeah, I got a tough matchup this week. The, the guy I'm facing, he's he's a pretty good squad. Nick, on the other hand, that that guy's trending down. Fat yeah. L. Uh, it wasn't fat. You took a fat L. Listen, right. man, I'm ahead of you, so that's fine. Uh, Ten, one, and one, too. Don't forget. Yeah. Nah, you're uh, you're zero uh, and one. No, ten, one, and one. Oh, you mean ten and two, right? Yeah. Again, neither yeah, here nor there. Wag, uh, <laughs> Wag gave me the work uh, this week. You know, uh, it it was closer. It was very close. It was. It was. Like... I think if Juju didn't get hurt, it would have been a lot closer. But yeah can't live life off what ifs on to the next week yeah no expected in nick's corner on to the uh, next sport on to the next sport and the reason why we started this podcast the beautiful sport of baseball now guys this is the best time of the year in my opinion i love free agency i love when winter meetings come around i love just the whole off season in general the regular season i hate because you know you got the ups and downs you got the anxiety you got your team playing like shit. You got your team playing good. You know, it's the off season is kind of where you get to cool down and either your team does well or does bad. You know, there's there's no up and downs. Let me give so, the listeners a little bit of information here. I don't think you guys understand how passionate this man John is about like GMing different sports teams and mm-hmm. being like the the mastermind behind all the moves. He loved doing this growing up, playing video games, just like leading these teams and like building teams and trading players and stuff like that. So he loves this type of juicy stuff that goes on in the off season. So definitely makes sense that it's your favorite time of year. Yeah, guys, I'm so bad. I'll, I'll go into our group chats and I'll be like, guys, what team do you want me to rebuild in MLB? And I'll rebuild them and MLB the show and, and spread out like a three year span of how they did. That's how much of a nerd I am for this stuff. So it, it excites me very much. John's dream job is to be like in the front office of some sports team, just like yeah. making some type of calls, like as far as yeah. acquisitions and stuff. I'll never get there, but it's a, it's a dream. Keep dreaming, man. 
Yeah, I've got a little large. See it. Could you guys imagine Jonathan Wagner, new GM of whatever? I that would be insane. That would be insane. But I have to all make right. sure it's the right Jonathan. What do you mean? Never know how many John, Jonathan Wagners there are. That's true. I give true. you a call and be like, "Hey, that's you, my man." <laughs> that's me. Well, I think you guys will be <laughs> one of the first people to know. <laughs> to be honest, definitely. All right. Um, so let's get into it, guys. Let's let's talk some free agency. I'm going to list off some of the top free agents still available. Um, whoa, not whoa, many whoa. people. We got some awards to talk about first. Oh my God, Buck Showalter yeah. won Manager of the Year. Yeah, come on, put put some respect on. Buck. I'm so sorry. You know what? The Mets deserve something after this season, and Buck Showalter did an amazing job this year, and he won Manager of the Year for the NL. Jimmy, thoughts? This might be the worst consolation prize of 2022. Like, I'm I'm really happy. I I think Buck was a clear, you know, runaway favorite for the NL Manager of the Year. Um, but it's just such a shitty consolation prize to have that at the end of the year instead of like anything else. Um, but yeah, Buck Showalter made history. The first um, manager to win in four separate decades with four separate teams. That's um, insane. Making history. So kind of kind of impressive to see how long Buck's been doing it uh, at the top of the game. So, you know, maybe there's gonna there's another one in his future. Maybe we have another 100-win season on the horizon that um, propels him into history even further. But yeah, props to Buck. Yeah, props, Bucky. All right. Um, do you guys want to go over the other winners, or kind of Buck was really only one we're shouting out? I'm down. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can go over the other ones. Sure. Take nine right. at least. All right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, so let's give Tito a shout out. He won Manager of the Year for the third time. Tito always a good manager, and he had the Guardians rolling this year. Man, they're. I think they're a scary team next year. Agreed. We'll have to see if the uh, the outperformers like the Quans and the Jimenez is uh, I didn't say that right at all Jimenez is um, <laughs> of the world that perform again you know up to the, those standards that they set. So watch the Guardians for twenty twenty three. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yep, sir. Yep. And then we got uh, we'll do the rookie of the years. Might as well. Yep. Um, Julio Rodriguez won the AL. Uh, I think Nick, you called that right. I, I called that too. Yep, Nick and uh, Jim called that. I had Stevie Kwan, but Julio definitely. Uh, he's going to be a stud for years to come. The uh, Mariners got a good one there. <laughs> Ain't going to be the last time you hear his name winning something. Nope, not he's at all. He's a superstar, and that's what I said yeah. last week. He's just got superstar potential. I mean, he was, you know, F4, 5.3, OPS, 8.54, 28 home runs, 145 hits, and a 284 batting average. Solid. All right, um, and then on the other side, we have in the NL, Michael Harris. I think Jimmy called that one. I think I swept the uh, Rookie of the Year and Manager of the Years. You did. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, Michael Harris batted 297, 123 hits, 19 home runs, 853 OPS, and a 4.8 F4. How many steals did he have? I think he had about, I think he had 20. I was just about to say that. Nice. Yeah, he's he another page. Another stud over there um, in Atlanta. Atlanta's got some young studs, and they locked them all up. They're all locked up for cheap. <laughs> they, they are locked up for cheap, man. Atlanta is doing it right. If you guys want to know how to structure and pay young people early, go watch what Atlanta's doing. They're doing really well. And if you look at those contract structures, they are freaking team-friendly as hell. 
And John would know. Future GM. <laughs> um, any other shout-outs? I think we're good, right? Oh, yeah, they didn't do anything it's else. For, it's all for this week. Yeah. Got, I think MVP's are Thursday. Yeah, MVP's Thursday. Is Cy Young tomorrow? Yep. Cy yes. Young's tomorrow. So, sorry, guys, we're going to miss that, but, you know, it's all right. We know you guys winning. will get enough of us. We know who's yeah, winning. We know who's everywhere. winning. Yeah, exactly. It's Judge, Goldschmidt, it's Verlander, and Alcantara. If, it, if it's anything else, then we'll make another episode and, and update you guys on why it shouldn't be them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we can get into the exciting part of the episode. I'm going to break down. Um, I have a list of the top 20 free agents for this offseason. Um, this is in no particular order. This is kind of just a list. Um, but I'm going to give it to you guys. And then uh, we're going to take some reactions from the fellas. So at number one, we have Senor Aaron Judge. Yankees. Yankees. Um, Mr. DeGrom Metz. Hearing a lot of things about him right now. Um, I want to turn. Oh, are we going to go one by one? Or are we just going to list them all twenty? You know, yeah. Let's 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 go, Aaron. Let's go one by one. We'll talk about it and then we'll move on. That that's probably a way better idea. All it. right, Aaron Judge. Um, guys, you know how I feel about this. The Yankees need to resign him. That is their. That's the best player on their team, and that's that should be their captain moving forward. Um, I know he had a meeting with Hal Steinbrenner, and Hal Steinbrenner told him that. We're going to resign you, and we want to do more. And I don't know what he means by doing more. I also don't know what kind of cap they have to do more. But it'll be interesting to how much they're actually going to give him. I can see him getting upwards of over $35 million a year. Um, and I feel like they're going to have to go a seven or eighth or ninth year to really lock down that deal. Yeah, I mean, he has to be a Yankee. There, there's yeah. no other team that he should be playing for. No, it it would be weird. It'd be like Jeter leaving to another team. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, they took the right step, uh, a step in the right direction, I should say, um, by signing Rizzo to a two-year deal. Yeah, um, that, the third I, I love Rizzo. Option. Yeah, Rizzo, man. Uh, Rizzo and Judge are pretty good friends, so that's a you know good way to tug at the emotional strings as well as you know open up the wallet for the financial ones. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, we'll do a full team breakdown, guys, of like what we want our teams to do in a little bit. But we're going to go through some of these top free agents and just give you our reactions. Uh, but yeah, Judge needs to stay Yankee. We're going to go over to the other side, the Queens. We're going to talk about Jimmy's Mr. Uh, DeGrom. How you yeah. feel about that, Jim? Two years, 90 million. If he says no, he's got to go. You're giving him 45 mil? Yep. For two years only. I mean that's fair. He's, he's thirty five. He's worth it if he's on. If he's not like hurt, you know, if he's pitching to his ability, he's the best pitcher, best player in baseball. I've said it many times on this podcast. I really agree. And, and I agree. I with really you. believe it. Like I believe it. I don't want Verlander for two years. I don't want Verlander for one year. For anywhere near thirty million. Like I just don't want that. I think he's old and I think his I think his peak is his past. I think he's gonna be on the decline very quickly. You know, he, the, the man's 40 years old. I mean, granted, he won his Cy Young Award this year, or is supposed to, but um, I don't know. I just don't want any piece of Verlander. I'm worried about that that one. Um, if we can get DeGrom for two years for $90 million, uh, I'd call that a win. Yeah. I mean, dude, if, if he can pitch a whole season, I mean, you know, he's going to be top of the line Cy Young guaranteed. He's worth 45. No, yeah. I mean, he's definitely worth more than Scherzer, and Scherzer got, what, 43? 
Yeah, and he uh, forty three point three or something like that. He um <laughs> he also only made like twenty starts, uh, Max Scherzer. But he, I mean, granted, those twenty starts were really good. Yeah, for the the twenty second and twenty third start. <laughs> mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Like the two starts from Atlanta and then in uh in the wild card series. I heard a lot about uh Texas though. <laughs> yeah, if they give him four years, then good for them. Yeah, I don't yeah know. I, I, honestly, point, bro. Go ahead. At, at that point, man, you kind of just gotta let go. You can't for four years. What a guy who's had issues with his arm the past what was it two three years? Yeah. I don't think it's worth it for the Mets. As good of a player he is, who knows what he's going to be, you know, the next four years. Yeah, that's why, like, two years, maybe third option. Just, like, that's the cap right now. Just because, you know, it, otherwise, take that $45 million and split it between two other free agents that we'll talk about a little bit later when we break down each other's teams. Um, yeah. Because I have two people in mind that could probably add up to about 45 that would, um, you know, fill some depth in that, on that rotation. But... Anyway, yeah, I think that's my offer. Two years, $90 million with maybe a third option. And then if he says no, then it, that's it. Yeah. Makes me sad. But what's but... so special about Texas, though? I don't Do you know. Do have any idea like why he would want to go there? No. no. And I thought it was smoke and mirrors like just to drive his price up more for the Mets. Because his market is really Jonathan. big. Yeah. It could be. You know, it really could be. But that's what I've been seeing on like Twitter and stuff that, the you know. Closer to his family home in Florida, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. i just been thinking, is he like trying to hint something that Texas is going to be a relevant team soon? <laughs> you tell me. Well, I don't know. I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see it either. Um, even though they did get, you know, Simi and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Corey Seager. Corey Seager, yeah. Based the money. Yeah, honestly. Well, we shouldn't say that yet because there's there's another decade of their contracts remaining in Texas. So we'll see if they live up to yeah. their contracts. All right, let's. So we got a hot for, uh, shortstop market this year. We got oh yeah, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Dansby Swanson. That's that's a big shortstop market, guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of players. You're right. I think the Cubs that, will be in on one of them. I think the Braves will retain Dan Dansby. Um, the Mets sure as hell aren't going after any of them. No, I I don't. We'll talk about it later, but I don't think the Mets are going to spend much outside of. Um, if they sign Degrom, I don't think they're spending much outside of that. I think the Phillies are trying to go for Trey. You know, I heard Phillies for Trey. Yeah, Trey has interest in the Phillies. I mean, would that be a pickup for them? <laughs> wow. That'd be a scary team in the NL East. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then I think the prediction for Correa was the Dodgers. That would be interesting. Yeah, Dodgers. Have I mean, to be he's in on one of them. Yeah, he's definitely not going back to the uh, to the Astros because they got Pena. No, Pena got a Pena got uh, Rookie of the Year votes. He did. He will. I mean, dude, he's a stud. I know, but I'm just saying, like that's a yeah. that's that's a guy over there in, in Houston. That is a guy. I don't see the Yankees signing a shortstop. Now, I could just, something could just happen out of left field and Hal's like, screw it. Let's go get Xander Bogarts. But I, I just don't see it happening. They they are very high on Anthony Volpe. I know that for a fact. I don't see Xander leaving. You think so? Yeah, I think he stays in Boston. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's just, it's his spot. I mean,. He's an all-star. 
basically carries that team now, and I, I just I don't know. I just don't see him leaving. Oh, being you can't forget there. about Devers either. Well, yeah, but I mean, look at the year that uh, Bogarts had this year. Yeah, true. And he he does that almost every year. I think uh, I think he has a slight edge above Devers in leading that team. I mean, they're both pretty close, but I, I don't see him leaving a spot where he's a person that people look up to. Yeah. That's just my take. Um, I saw something interesting about Trey Turner, though, that uh, his value might actually go up because of the whole pitch clock environment. That is a speedster on the bases. You guys got to remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, not only that, but lefties also, their perceived value is up as well. Um, you know, just because of the, the anti-shift rules as well. Um, I don't know. We may go, yeah. we may make a run at Trey Turner. I don't think he fits at all, but I mean, I've, I've heard the Mets linked to Trey Turner. Um, a lot so far this off season. You play him at second. I don't know. Like then we don't have like a true outfielder because we have to have Jeff McNeil in the lineup. So I'm saying it's weird. Like we would, we would also. I think we also need a, a center fielder. But this is getting into the Mets' needs. Um, yeah. For next year, but like I don't know. Like if you bring back, you, we're probably not going to bring back Nemo. But again, another free agent we should talk about. Um, yeah. But then you'll have like Marte. You'll have. Kanya, and then you'll have um, McNeil in the outfield. That's just a weird outfield to me. Yeah, I heard right. something that said uh, if the Mets are like looking for another outfielder, they might go with uh, they might try and get Conforto back. Yeah, yeah. that's a depth signing. He's not, you know, at this point, he's not like a, a starter everyday guy. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had bad. a year off, so we really you don't know. Can't really answer that, you know? I always like Conforto. Oh, I do too. I, I always liked him. I mean, I had his jersey and everything. He was a big fan, but I just don't know. Like, I don't know what he has in him. I don't know yeah. like what the injuries did. All right. Let's uh, let's go into the, the pitching market. We've got a few big names here. we got Verlander, Rodon, Bassett, uh, Kodai, Kodai Senga, um, Clayton Kershaw. He didn't sign yet, right? Nope. I think he finalized a one year with the Dodgers. Did he? I think so. Yep, he's okay. Back. Then slash Kershaw for there. Uh, Martin Perez, Nathan Avaldi, and Jameson Tyone. Well, I think the headline here is Verlander, but he's also forty years old. Um, so I'd say it's a pretty weak pitching class. Um, I'm what? not a big fan of Rod- Rodon. Are you kidding? Yeah, dude. I'd say it's not like beefy. I don't know. It's very top heavy. Degrom, Verlander. You kidding? I mean, yeah, but it gets after that it falls off. So I just bashed Verlander. So let me go back a little bit. I think Verlander is still really good, but I just don't know what he's going to be like next year. You know, it's just hard to say when you're 39 what the year year to year is. Um, but that being said, I like Rodon and I like Kodai Senga. I like taking a flyer on them too. Maybe over Degrom. Um, if he wants too much as far as the contract goes, I think that could be an interesting combo. The Yankees might go after him. Which one? I mean, uh, K- Kodai. Oh, everyone's going after Kodai. Yeah. I think I think everyone's going to try to get him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean... On any of these guys. What's, what's up with the Cardinals? Yeah, the Cardinals going to do anything? I don't know, man. I mean, they didn't really do much with the trade deadline when that happened, so uh, I don't really know what they're going to do this offseason. I mean, 
I'll give my intake on what I want them to do a little bit later, but I, I really can't speak for the Cardinals right now. But whispers of anybody linked to the Cardinals? Uh, I mean, just us uh, getting extensions and re-signing as of now. Okay. Uh, the only one that I think I saw is <clears throat> they uh, expect Wilson Contreras to sign with St. Louis. Yeah, I think that's a Other good one. Than that, that would be a good pickup for you guys. Replace Yachty. Yeah, I mean, I would be excited if that happened. Uh, I know we have uh, Kisner as our catcher, but I'm not really a big fan of him. Uh, and Contreras, he's he's an all-star, so can't go wrong with having one of those on your team. Yeah, 100%. How about uh, Yankees should... Oh, well, we'll get into that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do you guys want to talk in, about any other guys? Or I think pretty much good on that, right? We can go into our teams now. We got, yeah. Couple relievers available, high end ones, Kimbrell, Jansen, Rogers, um, Chafin as well. Yeah, but yeah, no, let's let's head up to the next topic. All right. Um, who wants to talk about their team first? I'm gonna go last. <laughs> I can go first. I don't care. All right. New York Mets, you're on the clock. What are you doing this offseason? Mets need three areas of improvement, I would say. Now fielder. Need starting pitching and we need relief pitching. I mean, that's essentially probably everyone's needs, right? A position player and, and pitching help, but Mets really need it right now. I think currently we have Scherzer, Cookie Carrasco, and then the starters fall off a cliff from there. So it's like we have um, Lucchese, Peterson, and McGill. I think is the other three in the starting rotation right now. Like we need we need some starters bad. Like I said, I don't know Jacob Degrom coming back. Two years, 90, 90 million, I'm in. I'm at the top of the rotation again. If he wants something longer, more money, whatever, then he has to walk. And I think in his place, maybe Rodon and Kodai. I think that's a pretty good duo to replace um, the output from DeGrom and uh, hopefully give you a little bit more than 20 starts. So I think that would that would fix the rotation a little bit. I think in the form of relievers, we need lefties. We need top-end lefty relievers. Um we need to spend on on more relief help because that was a, a really sore point in the in the Mets season, especially from the left side. I think we had um, just one lefty reliever primarily for a lot of the season um, with Lucchese trying to work his way back, but that didn't work out. So um, definitely need relief help. Uh, Seth Lugo is a free agent. I think we re-signed Adam Adovino. Um, I think Seth Lugo actually may get a chance to start again. So really rooting for him on that. Good for him. He's been a Met for a long time, but his time in New York is over. Um, who else we got? So, yeah, outfielder. We need somebody. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who right now, but we need an outfielder other than Jeff McNeil if we sign Trey Turner. Like, I don't, I don't think that that's the solution. I think we need a true outfielder. Um, I'm just trying to look at the list now. Do you have any thoughts on the, on the outfield market? I mean, maybe Nimmo, maybe Kiermaier. Nimmo, Kiermaier, Ben Attendee. Mitch Hanniger, Michael Brantley, jo- oh, Jock resigned. Uh, yeah, Conforto, Joey, Joey Gallo. <laughs> no. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I mean, just... if it comes down to it, like we need somebody to play the outfield. Um, I don't think Marte is a 160 game player. I don't think that Kanye is either. So, I mean, you, you essentially need four quality starting outfielders, and we have two. So <laughs> we need some signings there. But I mean, first, second, short, third, we're pretty good. 
Um, catcher, I'd, I'd expect Francisco Alvarez to have probably a hundred starts next year. That's pretty. Hot. That's a pretty hot take, actually. This hot take. See it happen. I could see it though. Yeah. It depends on how spring goes, I would say. Yeah, I think McCann needs to be released. That's not a hot take. Ship him off to the farthest planet. <laughs> What'd you say? Just ship him. Ship him off to the farthest oh, man, planet yeah. you can. Yeah, like just terrible. But yeah, I don't know. I think the I think what's gonna topple the market is the signing of DeGrom, Verlander, and some of the shortstops. Once they once those dominoes start to fall, then some other moves will be made. Um, you know, for now, the rule five rule five draft eligibility is over. So you you if they're not on your forty man, they're eligible for the rule five draft, which includes unfortunately Jake Magnum from the Mets. Um, he is a pretty good defensive outfielder. Uh, well, elite defensive skills, good contact hit hitter as well. So. Stinks. We may end up losing him because he has, you know, some defense and speed. Somebody may pick him up in the draft, but, um, you know, yeah, I think I think we have some holes in our roster currently. Uh, and going from a hundred wins, I don't see us getting a hundred wins with our wa- roster this year. So we'll have to see. Okay. Ah. <clears throat> uh. I guess I'll go and talk about my uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Because... Off guard? Yeah, I was waiting on you there. I was like, is this guy all right? He falls asleep. <laughs> I thought my connection failed. <laughs> I bored you that much? I thought my headset died. I literally started talking and I couldn't hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, some technical difficulties, but we'll continue. Uh, I'm going to talk about that either. I'm going to talk about my Cardinals now because uh, there's definitely a couple of things that I think need to be changed. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, so I personally was not happy when they got rid of Harrison Bader. Um, Thank obviously you. Jonathan was because he had a great playoff. Um, I think with us giving up him, uh, we lack an outfielder. Um, ever since we traded him, we never had like the same three in the outfield. We always kept switching. Um, and I mean, I, as a player, I wouldn't like that. And as a fan, I don't like watching different players play every day. Um, when it comes down to the end of the season, uh, I don't know. I, I think it just throws people out of their groove. Um, <clears throat> I'm not, I wasn't a fan of, uh, Dickerson playing outfield and at the plate. Uh, he had moments where he was hot, but I personally think, uh, he needs to go. Um, I do like Dylan Carlson. Uh, I think he's stays with the Cardinals for a while um, and becomes a great outfielder. Um, They had O'Neal play outfield for a little bit uh, this year, but he was hurt a lot. Um, He had a hot year last year, but definitely cooled off this year. I think think they can honestly maybe trade him and a couple others, get someone else. But um, for me, the outfielder is the one thing I think the Cardinals need to shoot for this this offseason. We talked about the catcher. I think they signed Contreras. Um, I think that's just going to fix uh, us behind the plate losing Hottie, uh, Yachty. Sorry about that. Um, Hottie, Yachty. And then the other one that I want them to go for, which probably isn't going to happen, but I do think that the Cardinals need to go for some kind of shortstop. Doesn't have to be a big name, but we can't have Paul DeYoung, our everyday shortstop. I mean, the guy makes errors, strikes out a ton. I mean, we have 
my opinion, one of the best defensive second basemen with Tommy Edmond. And I just don't think he has enough help with the infield, uh, middle infield. So those are the three things I think the Cardinals need to shoot for this offseason. I like it. I like it. All right. It is uh, my time to shine, boys, huh? Yeah, give it to us. All right. All right. So if I'm the GM of the New York Yankees, this is the Jonathan Wagner plan for the 2023 season, right? Yeah. All right. So. Yankees, they need to improve on getting their traffic on base, their traffic on bases, right? So what that means is we need more men on base. We need more contact hitters. We need people who are going to get on base for our big hitters to hit RBIs, hit home runs. I know where you're going with this. Et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So we need to re-sign Mr. Andrew Benatendi because he was one of the best contact hitters last year, right? We also need to make a splash. Yes, that's right. Besides re-signing Aaron Judge, the Yankees need to make a splash. I think the New York Yankees go out and get Trey Turner. Now, people may may not understand why. We have Anthony Volpe. We have Oswald Peraza. Screw that, all right? Hal Steinbrenner is talking to Judge, right? They talked today. They talked whenever. Judge was like, listen, man, I need a World Series. I can't retire without a World Series. That is going to set something off in Hal. His best player is telling him, I need a World Series. He's going to spend the money, all right? And we're going to go out and get a top shortstop. I don't know if it's going to be Trey Turner, but I'd love Trey Turner, all right? That's number one. Very hot take, right, guys? Yeah, that's super hot. That's pretty hot. I don't know, uh, all right, now, I don't know that that's going to happen, especially not if you give Judge 280 or $300 million. Now, to, to kind of piggyback on my last take... We need to figure out what's going on on the left side of the field, right? We need to figure out who's going to be our left fielder, who's going to be our shortstop, and who's going to be our third baseman. You got a third baseman. Now, he's he's named. I don't don't care who's named. I I don't agree with that, and this is Jonathan Wagner GM, not Brian Cashman Shinner GM. (laughs) Um, So third base, right? We need a third baseman. I I don't count Donaldson because he is terrible, and uh, we're paying him 20 something million a year which is crazy uh but yeah we need to figure out a third base now uh there's a few solutions here you can move over someone named ikf who was a gold glover at shortstop and what listen to this move him to third base oh my god did the light just go off cashman oh my god all right you move ikf over to third base right shortstop now that this is where i'm saying if they're not sold on Oswald Peraza. Volpe's not ready yet, okay? Volpe is not ready. Um, he's not coming up to the major leagues for another year or two. Unless he, you know, hits 300 in AAA, 20 bombs, and they call him up. This is where Trey Turner comes into the picture. We get Trey Turner, right? He locks up shortstop. Now, I know you're saying, oh, what happens with Volpe or Peraza? Now, you, you guys got to start thinking like me, right? When Volpe's ready, you put him at shortstop and move Turner over to second. Peraza is used as a trade piece to acquire a starting pitcher. Which starting pitcher? Well, I, I love how you guys ask these questions. Yeah, I feel like I'm now, really being interviewed here. The The Yankees had almost had a deal in place for Pablo Lopez from the Mar- Marlins. Now, we package pa- uh, Peraza 
and Glaber Torres. Yes, Glaber Torres. Everyone loves and hates him at the same time for Pablo Lopez. Now we have our starting pitching, right? Our our rotation is set. Okay, that's and left field. We're getting Benintendi. If we don't get him, they're stupid. That's who I want. All right, left field set. Now, my final thing, because um, starting rotation, I'm not that worried about. Um, I think we're pretty good starting rotation. Maybe if we had Kodai. Um, or even, you know, Rodon, but I don't see that happening. I think we're good at starting rotation. I think one of our biggest, biggest gaps last year was a true lockdown closing pitcher. Now, there isn't many on the board that I like. We do have, you know, some solid guys on the team already, but I, I don't trust them. Now, you look at names like Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell, um, you know, those are those are interesting names to look at because we need to figure out how to lock down those bottom half, um, you know, bottom half of the games, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth. Because as you all saw this year, half our start our relief pitchers got hurt. We lost, you know, Michael King, Marinaccio, Efros. Um, so you know, it's it was a catastrophe. It really was. It was bad. And uh, I think we go out and make a move for a closing pitcher, whether through its whether it's through a trade or free agency, I think we get a lockdown closing uh, pitcher. And uh, yeah, I mean, my starting day, li- my day one starting lineup for opening day next year would be first baseman Anthony Rizzo, who we resigned this year to a two-year deal. Second base, if we move Glaber, DJ. If we don't move Glaber, um, we put uh, what's his name in there? Glaber. Uh, Glaber. Shortstop is Peraza. If we sign Trey Turner, Trey Turner. Third base, IKF. Catching is Trevino. On the mound is, of course, Garrett Cole. Left field, Ben Attendee. Center field, Bader. Right field is Mr. Aaron Judge, the home run king himself. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining my TED Talk, and you all have a wonderful day. There's a lot to digest there. Thoughts, reactions, concerns? Yeah, definitely. I get Trey. Josh Donaldson's the biggest concern. He was named the starting third baseman. You're paying him $25 million. He's going to play. Listen, I don't care. Listen, the Cardinals once designated for assignment um, Jason Hayward, who they were paying a shit ton of money. That's what we need to do with Josh Donaldson. It it needs to happen. He cannot be our starting, our opening day third baseman. Guys, You have you seen him trying to hit an off-speed pitch? It looks like me if I was hitting major league pitching. It's terrible. I'm worried about you flipping Peraza for Pablo Lopez, too, by the way. Why? 10 and 10, 375 and 180 innings. He's I mean, dude, that's, that's a solid, that's a solid third, you know, third, fourth uh, starting pitcher. I mean, 10 and 10 with the Marlins, though, is pretty good, too. I mean, if you listen, if you, and five with another team. if you think about it, we pretty much offloaded our whole freaking starting pitching farm this year for Ben Attendee. Um, you know, we got rid of Montgomery in the Bader trade and then uh, we got rid of a few guys for Efros. So we don't have much in the farm as far as starting pitching. That's going to be ready to start next year. So it's, I think we do need to get one more starter. Um, and that's where kind of that came into the the play right there. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Cause I mean, you got to look at their, their starting rotation. I mean, what do you do if someone gets hurt? Exactly. It's not like they're going to be healthy every single game of the year. Everybody yeah. gets hurt. 
Exactly. So once someone goes down, it's like, okay, what do we got to do to replace this guy now? Yeah. I mean, listen, the rotation as of right now is, uh, let me get it. It's Cole, Mont- it's Cole, Cortez, Severino, Montas, and Domingo Herman. That's not terrible, but we saw the shit show of Montas. Um, Severino can't stay healthy. Domingo Herman's up and down. So, you know, it's, it's, there's definitely another piece we can add there. Yeah. No, that's fair. I don't know. We'll have to see how it all shapes out. Do you, do you like my GM work, though? Yeah, you, you do your homework, bro. And then you present all these, all these wonderful situations. <laughs> do all oh, your research you, and you. do your, your practice and your homework. Uh, yeah, just sit in front of Discord and practice what I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, I think, you know, it's going to be an interesting offseason. I think our teams definitely are going to be active. Um, but yeah. All right, one takeaway um, from each team. One free agent that will 100% sign with that team. Let's start with the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, uh, Wilson Contreras. I'm also saying Wilson Contreras. I'm going to say Wilson Contreras as well. All right. Consensus. The Yankees? Aaron Judge. <laughs> we all hope it's Aaron Judge. I hope it's for your <laughs> sake it's Aaron Judge or else we're going to hear a lot about it. Guys, if it's Aaron, if it's Aaron Judge, season two is going to be terrible. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But... All right. And for the New York Mets, I don't know if we're going to agree on this one. This one's actually really hard. Yeah, this one is hard. But go ahead. What do you think, Jim? Oh, I was going to go last. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... See, I... This is a tough one, man. I, I'm going I'm to say... All right, I'll go first. I'm going to say Adovino. Yeah. I think he has to sign back. Okay. I'll go okay. like in, in left field like as far as who, we, who we're thinking. Because uh, who yeah. knows with Jacob deGrom? Who knows with Nimmo? Yeah. Nimmo's market's hot, I bet. It is. It has to be. He's, you know... A solid center fielder. I think we have to sign Adovino back. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I, I would like to see Nimmo back there. Yeah, I thought, John, I thought you were going to say that Nimmo should go to the Yankees. No, no, because I'd rather Ben Attendee, man. Hmm. I'd much prefer Ben Attendee. I want Nimmo back. Uh, but I don't know about that one. Listen, I have my, my ways. Um... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go. The most likely to sign with the Mets is probably gonna be. I'm gonna say Jacob Degrom. Hmm. Like your take. As much as he's you know showing, we're hearing all these things. I don't think he's leaving New York. I like your take. I hope we get him for the right price, though. Yeah, I got one more. I hope so too. I got one more topic as well. Let's do the uh, four for four roundup. After this whole season of betting, which uh, in case the viewer or the listeners don't know, we like to make bets. And our currency of choice is the Wendy's 4 for 4. We like uh, wagering those and, and betting to see, like, if, for instance, Jacob deGrom has a higher F war than uh, Garrett Cole, or if the Yankees will make it further in the postseason than the Cardinals, and things like that. So we just make friendly bets with each other, wagering 4 for 4s. And after all the freaking bets we had, the only person who owes somebody a four for four is me, and I owe Nick one. Um, <laughs> That's in other insane. News, the yearly twenty dollar bet between uh, Nick and John on if the Yanks are going to win the World Series uh, again goes to Nick winning that one. So Nick, let's refresh that again. 
<laughs> Let's refresh it again. So we're gonna. Re- hey man, I'm gonna just keep taking uh, dubs with that bit. <laughs> so that'll be refreshed for 2023. But yeah, after all that, I owe Nick one four four four. Now, are you in- are you including the uh, the playoff bracket? Uh, no, I'm not actually. So do I owe you more? So you owe me two, and Jonathan owes me one. Okay. Because right, well, I had the best brackets until I picked the winner. Whatever. There you go. A four for four roundup. Um, and I think another cool thing, just a, another prop to do. How many wins do you think your team will end up with at the end of the 2023 season? I'm going to go with, I'm going to take the, can we do like over under? Well, you have to propose the number. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 95 and a half <sighs> Yankees. Wow. Under. Easy. I don't know. That's not, I don't think it's that easy. They don't have Judge yet. Okay, but he, he's not he's not going anywhere else, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the under because I don't want them to win that many games. But that's definitely, I think it's going to be a close one. All that's right. a lot of wins. For Cardinals? Uh, yes, my team, I'm going to say 91 and a half. That's a good number. I'm going to take the... Damn, that's a tough one. What that's a good number, you? I said. Yeah. I think we finished this year at like 93. I'm going to take the under. Ooh. Why? Let me see. I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to do much to, to really improve their team this year. That's a good point. I mean, I think they do sign Contreras, though. I think that's a good pickup. I, I just don't know if it really go, does much for I'll them. I'm going to go slightly under. I'm going to yeah. say like 90 wins. Yeah, 90. Maybe even 91, like right at yeah, 91. That's just a good number, Nick. Yeah. All right, for the Mets. So this could really be between anywhere anywhere between like 80 and 100. <laughs> or is 80 too high? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm laughing because it's true. We, the, the Even though they won 100 games this year, I, I this is probably the hardest number to pick right now. I'm going yeah, 88 and a half. 88 and a half. Wins. I'll, take the, I'll take the over. Yeah. The over? Yeah. I was going to go yeah, 88 and a half or 89 and a half. I would have taken the over on both. Okay. No Degrom. You know, I'm gonna go with the under. No Degrom. No outfielders. Wow. No relief pitching. Met, the Mets have so much to sign right now. I'm just gonna go with the under. Damn. I hope to God it's over. <laughs> <laughs> if it's under, you're gonna have a lovely podcast next year. Yeah, I'm just gonna be grumpy. Uh, the grumpy version of Jonathan, but in Mets form. Yeah, exactly. Now you're going to know how it really feels. Yeah, That's great. <laughs> All right. Um, last thing. Let's do our hottest take of free agency. Hottest take, fellas. Mm. Who wants to start us off? Hottest take. Can it be like a cap take? It could be the craziest take ever. Like, oh, this they trade for this person. Um, you know, this person signs this person. The hottest take of free agency. All right, like, but semi-realistic. Okay, like two imaginary. Yeah, like you know, like a a thirty-three percent of chance. <laughs> That's pretty high. <laughs> uh, let's do like twenty. All right, now. so who are we start with? Ah, uh, you go first. So, 
the Mets sign Verlander to a $44 million deal for next year, and then in the same week sign Jacob deGrom for a four-year, $45 million average annual value. So we have the three best pitchers of the probably 2010s to 2020 as far as you know, top-of-the-line rotation starters go in DeGrom, Scherzer, and Verlander, leading the, the Mets to 110 wins. Yeah, I think the season after that, I'll take the under on 85 and a half. <laughs> yeah, because all the money's gone. <laughs> Two big free agent signings as far as the the pitching pitching uh, goes, starting pitching. I don't know. I keep right, bashing you guys ready for my podcast, but I mean, I'd, I'd kill to have him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? As long as he's somewhat similar to this year, I mean, no one would yeah. not want for a land. Huge if, but agreed. Yeah. You ready for mine? Is that a good one? That is All a good right, one. Go you ready for yeah, mine? Yeah. The New York Yankees trade for Shohei Otani. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next babe. They do. Home. They they full send trade for Shohei Otani and pair him with Aaron Judge. Who are you giving up? Think of that. I don't care. I'll give up Volpe. I'll give up Dominguez. Get me Shohei Otani, baby. <laughs> the most war in two players possible. Could you imagine the duo there? Judge and Otani. I mean, Otani solves our pitching and our DH situation. He does that for every team in the league, by the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Times 10. He also makes Stan sit. That's fine. Do you think I care about Stan? Los Angeles. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll include him in. We'll be like, we'll we'll take five mil that contract. Five mil? <laughs> you know, no, we'll have to take a lot. Yeah, we'll have to take a lot more. But yeah, we the Yankees trade for Otani. That's my hot 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 take. Good one. Well, I guess so I'll keep it on the topic of my team, um, since that wasn't going to be mine. But I think the Cardinals make a trade for I don't know who, but. Definitely a big name, whether it's... Oh, uh, bro, you got to say a name. I don't have anyone in mind for, like, the team. I don't see the Cardinals doing much. Oh, we're just capping um, for the moment. Yeah, we're I, capping. I understand that, but I literally don't know who, like, they would go for. My original one was that um, San Francisco does get Aaron Judge in this offseason. <laughs> it's got more than a 33% S- chance. Screw you, guy. Hey, man, that's that's just my, my thing. I mean, I... I don't really have anything that the Cardinals are going to uh, do that is going to like shock my mind right now. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yet, have them fair. being active. I'd let him go last. Yeah, so boring. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, hey, so man. dry. Like trade for Mike Trout or something. Yeah, just some bullshit, bro. It's a calf. You think the Mets are going to sign two starting pitchers for $45 million in the same week? No. <laughs> Plus the other $45 million to happen. Yeah, exactly. Their pitchers are going to be worth over 120 million alone. Three pitchers. Flight. <laughs> hey, bro. But yeah. Um I guess that concludes the season finale, guys, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I think man, so. This is the sad time. It's the sad part. Well, I want to thank you guys for doing this podcast. It was it was an idea we we just thrown out one day and we're like, let's do it. And uh, that's kind of how Ballpark Beef started. And uh, it's been a really fun time. It's been fun because we get to catch up with Jimmy, who's pretty far from us, so we don't see him as often. 
but yeah, it's 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 a great time for us. We really enjoy it, and uh, we are very excited for season two. And of course, another year of uh, baseball, because, you know, that's the best time of the year. Agreed. Love shooting the shit with my boys, especially about the greatest sport in the world. Yes, sir. And the worst franchise in uh, history? The Cubs? <laughs> no, the Mets. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Talk about the beef keeping it sizzling, huh? Always spicy, boys. Yeah, but all right, uh, we're going to wrap it up now. So, guys, thank you for listening to all of season one. Um, we really appreciate you guys to all the people who listen to us. I know uh, it's probably a little weird at first for us, um, but, you know, as things got going, we started flowing. And um, we appreciate you guys listening um, and make sure, you know, you keep keep in tuned with us. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, Jimmy will link our Twitters. And, uh, you know, everyone have a wonderful, you know, holiday season because that's coming up. I'm excited for that. And uh, again, thank you for listening to Ballpark Beef. Everyone have a great rest of your year and we will catch you in 2023. Sir, goodbye. Deuces. Goodbye, baseball. Nick, can we get it one more time for season one? Goodbye, baseball. (laughs) No, no, no. The other thing. But I'm not saying hello. Just just say it. For the listeners. Hello, baseball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful night and uh, appreciate it. Peace out.